I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no? Did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. All right, here we are. Oops, the podcast. We're back with another episode. It's me, Francis Ellis, joined by Julio Gallarotti, as always. Yo, yo, yo. Nice to hear your voice. Nice to be piping our our thoughts into the minds of all you wonderful listeners out there, whether you're driving or walking on a treadmill or meditating. Uh, I don't know (laughs) what you guys do while you're listening to us. I'm actually kind of curious... Keep doing it. What it is. But uh, best of luck to you and your venture. And hopefully we're uh, a a departure from your horrible, horrible week. (laughs) From your horrible life. If you're just having a terrible week, we're going to try to take you out of it for a little bit here. Give us a little review also. We'd like to hear Always helps. We want to see what you guys have to say and also kind of just helps give us uh, a little boost in the old algo. Spot on. Now, Julio... Guess who's not having a terrible week? Uh, I don't know who. Me. <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? Like, you I thought know. I was just an open-ended person in the world? I was trying to come up with something clever. Like, uh-huh. like somebody who clearly had a great week. Did you suspect that it was me? No. I actually you didn't s- even think it might I have been me? I suspected it was me, actually. Well, you... Ooh. I'm having a good week. Okay. A couple of guys having a couple of good weeks. Well, before I get into how too much of good stuff, bad things also happened to me this week. Oh, well, good. Let, but let's not talk about that yet. No, no. Let's talk about your good things. Yeah, we'll start with the good. But here's why I bring this up, because <laughs> you know me, right? You do. You when usually things are, happen a bad week. When things are going well, <laughs> I am waiting for the ship to hit the rocks Mm -hmm. i'm waiting for the karmic reversion to the meme yeah yeah and i am more acutely afraid of the karmic reversion to the mean right now than i ever have been because so many good things are happening that it's ridiculous so like what okay so all right to start uh all i had a lot of you know different places that owed me money Mm, a lot of different checks that i was waiting on cash windfall yeah and they all arrived on the same day just out of the out of the blue i opened up my mailbox and i had like three or four envelopes with checks in them dude what is this fucking check union that is unionized to arrive at the same time i know and they were all late fuckers and so i was i was worried and and you know keep oh my god you know, had to pay for our honeymoon down payment. I told you about this. Mm-hmm. And so how my, much what percentage of the total cost is it? a third? It's a big it's a big percentage. It's it's big. And, it, you know, the fact that there are two thirds remaining means we're going to need another windfall of checks. Did you call? So is it is a down payment just more than a deposit? It seems like it is like a down oh, yeah. payment on a house is usually a higher percentage. I would think so. A deposit is like not a big You're holding your place in line. Yeah. And you don't care if you lose it, typically. It's not as bad, yeah. Okay. So um, I got all these checks, but among the checks was a letter from the IRS. And I get letters from the IRS all the time because they're inept and don't know how to do my taxes. So they're always... Wait, wait. But they, they, they do something wrong? Typically, they 
they say that I owe more than I have given. And then they'd send you an adjustment. And they send me now, you know, you owe this in addition because you oh. had extra income in 2020 mm-hmm. that we just got around to counting and mm-hmm. found out about. So, you know, every time I see that stupid IRS letterhead, my my heart sinks. Same, actually. It sinks. It's like getting a letter from, I don't even know, the the, the principal. Or, yeah. or if, you're, coming to the office. if you're a golfer, getting a letter in your locker. What is that? At a country club, what getting a letter in your locker is a sign that you've done something wrong. Really? Yep. That's how they reprimand you. <laughs> Mr. Ellis, it uh, it has come to our attention that your shirt was untucked on the twelfth tee box. Really? It depends on where you are, but that that's sort of the nature. Or or it could be like you were you brought a guest who was overly inebriated and mm-hmm. made a mockery of himself. We try to maintain the integrity of the club. Please be mindful of this in the future. Maybe they'll even put you on probation or something like that. It doesn't happen to the country clubs I belong to because I don't get into the country clubs that Do have not. that level of strictness. Any country club that will have me probably doesn't even have letters. Okay. Anyway, the point is that uh, I opened up the IRS letter and and you know I'm reading through it and it was a check to me. Oh wow! They had overtaxed me. Oh. They had written me a check for $3,383. Oh, my God. Good it's Lord. A, it's bank error in your favor. Collect $200. Oh it my is God. a Monopoly card. Dude, that is huge. It just, it just, I went from thinking, ah, boy, here we go. Dude. You know, all these checks that I was counting on, now I'm going to get gouged by Uncle Sam. But instead, Uncle Sam. Was Uncle Fam. Uncle, Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Handout. Pounded yeah. Uncle Fam. How about that? That's great. So that's, you know, that's the kind of thing happening. Then, you know, I, I posted uh, <clears throat> I posted my song from my Gotham show, and some very interesting people saw it. And uh, hopefully that will lead to something really cool, which I've told you about. Awesome. We'll find out soon enough. And uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean, just, just lots of good omens. You had a good meal good, last good, night? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Went out to dinner with... Uh, Carl and Kyle from Summerhouse and Armand, the man Armand. that I wish I were better friends with. Yes, the legend himself. And we had quite a good time there. And uh, yeah, lots of uh, just, you know, positive events in my life that are happening. Things kind of go at the ball bouncing my way. Mm. Uh, my beloved Celtics have won the first two games against the Brooklyn Nets. You're I'm, looking tough, man. I'm fearful of a turnaround. But for them to win the first two, uh, incredible series. They're my team right now, dude. They want me a hundred bucks. That's all it takes. Hell yeah! You're, you're now my team. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! So, all kinds of good things, you know. And um, just hoping that when it does revert to the mean, there is not a massive overcorrection. Mm. You know, because I could very easily see another letter coming from the IRS that said, "Whoopsie daisies." Yeah. We made a mistake. Can you give us that back plus an extra $4,000? Oh, my God. Or, you know, any number of things. So this is where things are at right now. And uh, I don't know. I'm just waiting for the, the other shoe to drop. If I did, I hear you. Tell me about your good good week. Uh, well, dude, well, first of all, I had this thought. Like, 
There has been a time hearing you save the four thousand dollars on top of the three thousand that you thought you had been given, but it turned out you owed it back. So now you owe seven. Because chances are, by the time that letter comes back, the three is gone. Oh yeah. There was a time in my life where if you told me that, I would have just killed myself. <laughs> I know this is becoming a theme here in these episodes, but like, man, it's I would amazing just like, you've survived as long as you have. <laughs> There's so many things that could have caused you to to leave, you know? Do you know, but like when when that whole Russia fiasco happened to me, like I was on a pretty tight budget, but I was like, I need to go to Russia. Like this is a fun opportunity. And my my plans got fucked so bad that the uh, trip ended up costing three times more, Um, which I ended up getting a lot of money back after months of battling with like bureaus and trying to get airlines to give me money back, all that shit. Um, So I did get some back, but... There was like really bad turbulence flying into like JFK, and I was like, I just hope this plane goes down, dude. Wow, <laughs> I wow! Was like my life is ruined. I have no chance. Of, <laughs> it's over. Uh, but hey, listen, the the lesson there is: their brighter days are ahead. Yeah, no matter what. That's a never good. That's, worth, a, that's a good message. Never worth offing yourself, dude. I have been absolutely loving my rule of threads gear. I don't blame you because I have been too. It's dude. It's funny. I made this realization the other day that you can actually wear it for every single thing that you do. Yeah. Like yeah. if if I were to not sweat at the gym, I could wear it to do my normal life stuff. I could then wear it to the gym, and then I could wear it to go to bed, and then I could repeat the cycle and never change once. And you would not date much if you did that, <laughs> but you would be uh, able to save a lot of time in your life. Dude, it's really unique. Uh, the the fabric, however the hell they make it, dude, mm-hmm. it's really nice the way it fits your body. I, I wear these joggers. It's the there's there are few very few days where I don't just get out of bed, shower, and put them on. Uh, it it is my answer to what I need to get my yeah. day started. It's dude. what I want to wear to just do anything. They're great to travel in. They're great to win a very high stakes ping pong match in, as you guys have seen. Ping pong, bing bong. <laughs> they just released a bunch of new colors. Uh, there's a bunch of great menswear basics. It's yeah. just like great everyday apparel for the active man. Exactly. They look good. They fit the athletic bill, but they also are flattering for people who aren't athletic. Uh, <laughs> whatever you're into, this is the clothing for you. It's awesome men's apparel basics. Go to ruleofthreads.com. Use promo code OOPS20. OOPS20. That's going to get you 20% off your order. Go there today. Use this. We would appreciate it. We love you. Yeah, that's a, that's a good discount. Mm-hmm. Um, Ruleofthreads.com. Promo code OOPS20. Go get yourself some sick gear. I, I had another good thing that I forgot to tell you about. Oh, please. Include it. I went to Moon Tower Comedy Festival in Austin, Texas, which go, was, go was really nice. But I was a little... Um, well... My life is pretty busy right now, so I was a little hesitant only in the last couple of days just because it felt like a huge undertaking, and I wasn't sure that I had the capacity for it at this You moment. had your whole schedule and routine, and you're getting stuff done, and you needed to be getting stuff done, and yeah. now you just have this curveball. Yeah, so I had, to, curveball. I had to jet down to, to Austin on an early morning flight. You know, flight down, not great, wasn't happy. Shitty seat, long flight, long flight, hot. What airline? Hot. Um, it was Delta. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy in the row behind me, it's early. It was just like a 745 flight. And the guy in the row behind me kept kept his window open the whole time, his shade. And we were facing the sun on our side. You were just getting blasted. And everyone else had their shades <laughs> down because people were sleeping and yeah. whatever. He was sleeping. 
It's as if he was sleeping and trying to get a tan. <laughs> and the heat over from his godforsaken window was just baking my back. I could uh, feel the beads of sweat dripping down my back into my uh, butt. Uh, my seat was soaked. That's are you, I was that like sucks. a I was just like a gross human on my chair. And I was mad at him. I was mad at him. I kept looking around passive aggressively, you know, the head turn. Trying to do something, yeah. But he was asleep. Or just like like overly fidgeting so he notices. Ah. Yeah. Like what are you doing? Ah. Why are you trying to why are you sleeping in the sun, man? <laughs> do you know that there, you can you can fix that? You don't need brightness. <laughs> For sleep, man. What kind of psychopath? What are you, a fucking snail? Dude, I don't know what kind of animal likes to sleep in the, what otters on rocks. Maybe a seal. They like to sleep in the sun. Yeah, they sure do. What are you, a solar panel? <laughs> <laughs> this solar panel, man. The point is, is I got to Austin and I had run of the I had free rain you know i the minute i got there first of all the hotel was really nice where was it downtown austin it was called the T- thompson hotel oh shit they have i didn't know they have one of those it was a brand new nice. I, I must have been one of the, the we while we were there they were having their grand opening oh wow cool and it was probably the nicest hotel that i've stayed in on the road as a comedian wow so that was a huge treat sick dude and then because i had so much time i just got to explore the city of Austin, and I went to some really nice restaurants by myself. Now, Fun. music to my ears. I got some recommendations from friends I know who had lived in Austin for a long time, and I went to a different restaurant on their list each night. And the first night, I went to a restaurant called Suerte, which is uh, really nice Mexican food. Mm. And I sat at the bar, which I like to do. Interesting. Because even if you're eating alone, you're kind of in the mix. Right, right. You feel less lonely. I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, you know, I just want uh, to interact with the bartender, uh, eat my food, focus, have a peaceful, quick meal, get out of here. I'm eating <laughs> How does like, interact with the bartender the number one? You mean just like... If you- I need any companionship, it will be the bartender. No, it's funny because it, like the way that, that the tone with what you just said, it's like, I was just trying to eat and get out of there. But somehow number one on the list was interact with yeah. the bartender. Yeah, you know, like, that. like, like that, that will be my companionship. Yeah. They they are there. They're coming back to you. How's that drink? Good. You know, <laughs> how long you guys been open? Ah, you know, just those little things. Man, That's a lot enough. of stuff happening here, huh? It's enough conversation. Oh, yeah. Or the, the bartender is usually the one who can who will be like, you should get this and you get it. And then he'll come over and be like, how is it? Be like right and right yes he's he's the right 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 and you're like these are incredible he's sick I had the wagyu tacos out of this world right yeah and he's <laughs> he like he's like mixing the, the drink yeah he's doing something else yeah. while oh, yeah, like, while affirming his suggestion yeah. to you the waiter <laughs> has to just come in and say how's your food yeah, you know the, the men are talking the the, the bartender <laughs> can be more broy can be more familiar. Yeah, you know yeah. something a little suave about this guy, like a nose piercing. I liked it. Nice. I, I don't even know why. It's not normally my thing. Anyway, the point is, I had the wagyu tacos. It was great. But as I was about to tuck into these, a beautiful woman mm. sits down in the one stool open next to me, mm. and instantly I was annoyed. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm just curious because now I'm on edge. But but for what reason? 
yeah, you know, if I, I can't now, I can't have food spilling down my fucking face. I, I, I need to dab the corner of my mouth. I have to behave. Oh, okay. I have to be polite. I'm, in, I'm in the presence of a, of a woman. Did you intend to include her in the festivities? Not really, but you know, you gotta. I, I, I think I said something like, uh, "How are you?" You know, what do you? Ooh, she ordered the wagyu tacos as well, and I was mm. like, "Good choice, mm, good choice." You know, just these little asides to be nice and warm, and then we, you know, of course, we started talking a little bit, and now it's like we're on this fake date <laughs> where I'm like. I, I want to tell her I'm engaged just so that we can relax, but I don't want to tell her that to make her think that I'm like right. You're trying not to tell interested. Her I, I don't. I have so much swirling in my head of like, and and ultimately I just wish that she hadn't been there. You know, I, I kind of had that incel feel of like, oh, this yeah. woman ruined my night. <laughs> For a second, I thought that like. Was was it a crowded place? Yeah. Okay. And so she- and 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 you know there was only one stool left. Got it. And everyone else was in group. So, I, the odds of, in my experience, you know, you don't see pretty women eating alone that often. I don't. I don't mean to be right. controversial. It feels like a no. Like it, to me, it seemed like there was an empty bar, and she sat next to you, and she was a prostitute. <laughs> was oh, my sure was my initial th- thought she she wasn't though uh <laughs> she was in town like you know visiting her college friends right. or something she was a reporter for like she's written for the new york times pretty interesting woman i i had a nice time speaking with her you know whatever Sounds like you guys got to know each yeah other. and said goodbye it was totally fine guys if you're thinking about starting a podcast fill in the blanks here if i were in a concert right now and i said if you're thinking about starting a podcast I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell anchor anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, Ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running it's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm, download it now. The next night, I went to a different restaurant, a place called Uchiko. Mm. And it's like, uh, you know, sushi, but really good sushi, as well as like Japanese food. Japanese fare. And I was sitting at the sushi counter. Place was packed. One, op- em- one empty seat to my left. And I think, oh, thank God. Surely. No one is going to occupy that. And if someone does, it's not going to be. Did you have to reserve the bar in both of these places? Or no, I just walked in. When you're one person dining, one of the great benefits of it is that you can go anywhere. anywhere yeah. Even the hottest restaurant in town totally. has room for one. Totally. At a bar, at whatever, you know, eat in the broom closet, whatever it is. Mm. I sit down. I'm there five minutes. An angel walks in, sits down next to me. This tall, like, you know, model-looking black woman with an amazing hair. And and I say that because she, it's like in her Instagram profile, it's like a joke that's and like, her hair is amazing. I know you love my hair, I love it too. Got it. And we had two people come up to us throughout the meal and say, I just had to tell you, I love your hair. And she, they said it to her. And then they apologized to me. They were like, I'm sorry. I know you guys are whatever. And I'm like, oh, nice. no, we're not. 
we're not dating, you know, uh, but her hair is great. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and again, now, now, fortunately, this one, we got out right out of the gate that we were both in committed, serious relationships. Fun. Which made the whole thing more relaxing. Fun. And actually had a really nice, friendly conversation with her. And she was cool. Um, and, you know, that was great. But again, it was this thing of like, what the fuck? Where are these people coming from? Is God just throwing down these sirens? These gorgeous these thunderbolts. Temptress, temptresses. <laughs> uh, you know, not that I'm yeah, tempted seriously. or anything. I'm fine. It's just like I'd, I'd rather just eat in peace. You know, give me, give me the overweight insurance salesman. Give me the guy who's on the road and, you know, all the time, the business. I don't care. So the we don't guy to... sitting next to us at the Celtics game. Yeah. Hey, dude, yeah, this is uh, me and Devin Booker. Yeah. We, uh, we were good friends. Don't, don't <laughs> give me the person who smells good. I don't want, you know, I don't want sensations during my meal. Dude, I'm a, such a sucker for people who wear, like, a large percentage of a bottle of perfume at once. <laughs> like, when I can smell you, when I smell your waft as you walk by me. And it just blasts me in the face. I just think it's so great. Yeah. People yeah. are like, oh, God. Like, and, and Hillary thinks that like that, that makes me like a simp. She's like, <laughs> she's like, really? She's like, it's so intense. It like makes me nauseous. I'm like, no, I love it. Ugh. It does, it's a little overpowering. Women who bathe in perfume. I yeah. like it. It's a guilty pleasure. I think pleasure. too much perfume does make it always smell cheap to me. Mm. You know? Not to me. Not to you. <laughs> You walk into that ground floor of a Macy's and you love it. I love it. Yeah. God, that does make it really me nauseous. Gets me going, dude. Dude, I actually wear women's perfume myself. Do you? Mm-hmm. Why? I just like the way it smells. In lieu of cologne? Yeah. You never wear cologne. No, I've exclusively worn women's fragrances for 10 years. It's just, a, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. It's uh, an odd uh, Make of it what choice. you will, but it's true. <laughs> does she like it? We sort of like don't talk about it. I don't like, I don't, I, I don't, I don't like go crazy with it. I'll give myself one spritz if I'm going out. But you've got, you know, uh, secret by Britney Spears in your fucking medicine cabinet. No, no, it's, it's like. You got a bottle in the shape of a swan. It has a, it has a rose around the throat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A rose that I've kept on. I should take it off. It has an elastic that can be taken off, but I want to preserve the. Aesthetic of the way the <laughs> bottle was delivered to me. It's a green rose. Wow. Who makes it? Who makes Bond, your Bond number nine? Okay. Yeah, that mm-hmm. sounds good. And I know that. So the one thing, their fragrances are technically unisex, but like this is a women's fragrance. Yeah. For sure. Now, again, let me just clarify. There's no, there was never a, a moment or anything in me that was like, oh no, I have to resist the urge to, to try to you know of these women that's not what it was it's just i don't know i think i think most people would agree that like when you are sitting inches from an attractive stranger it changes your experience and and if you're especially if you're there for like two hours like if you were sitting on a a wait in a waiting room at a bus station and someone gorgeous walked in and sat down Essentially on you. Yeah, you can feel the static from their arm hair against yours. There is, you, you, you know, you're <laughs> this is like a romance. You're taking novel, smaller bites of your food. You're avoiding eye contact. 
you know, you're, you're it's just you're just not you. Does that make sense? Like, like maybe, maybe not that specific part, but you're right. The dynamic changes. It changes. Yeah. You can't really be as relaxed. Yeah. I don't know why. And and that's kind of what happened. Again, fortunately, with the second lady, once we were just instantly like, I was like, yeah, I'm getting married in August. And then she said she was moving in with her boyfriend in San Antonio. And from that, and that was very early on. And instantly it was like, okay secrets out you know or, or this is our established truth and now no there's nothing on the table here and that's great we can relax and mm -hmm. that was nice with the first lady i wish that i could have been able to do that but to just volunteer it yeah to me always feels like i don't even like know you're getting aggressive like it, yeah, it feels like presumptuous yeah like assuming that of course they want you yeah just so you know hands know. off the merchandise yeah. like you just know you know lady i'm taking yeah i'm taking sweetheart. yeah don't say you know especially right at know. that point you might as well just like immediately start mansplaining after you'd be like you know yeah. wagyu beef originated in japan <laughs> it's fattier it's fattier <laughs> the marble yeah, the marbling yeah <laughs> So that was that. Now, okay, let me uh, add one more. Finally, on the third night, I went to a different restaurant and actually got to sit alone, which was... Oh, wow. What was the third at restaurant? At that point, I was uh, almost sad not to have <laughs> a beautiful woman because I was like, well, this is a trend. Um, I went actually back to the the restaurant I'd gone to on the first night, which I regret oh, nice. doing. Uh, but I didn't have as much time, and I didn't have time to take risks. I feel you. I don't hate that move. Yeah. You go to the greatest hits on the final night. Yeah. Dude, did uh, did your boys ever end up paying you back? They did, but it was quite a difficult hassle. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember, Francis covered the cost of a trip he took with a couple friends recently under the understanding that he would be paid back promptly, and it was not prompt. No. No, <laughs> prompt is the farthest thing from how I would describe that repayment process it was a quest it was an odyssey to, to collect <laughs> from them which is very frustrating and wears on a friendship and which is why we are so glad to have partnered with pigeon loans pigeon loans uh what a cool company it's a service that allows you to sort of lend money to friends and family people you know and uh takes out that uncomfortable hunting down to be repaid by them there's this agreement in place through their their system that you know basically makes it so that you don't have to be the bad guy you totally, know totally. and you're going to get paid back and it's going to keep it clean and uh and not em let emotion and, and anger get in the way it's just a nice clean way to lend and get repaid by friends and family right and you can kind of dictate what the terms are going to be yourself and and for me there's this this sort of like ceremonial framework and accountability. Yeah. You know what I mean? That like makes a big difference. Whereas somehow if it's like formally lent to somebody, you're just more likely to get paid back. Yeah. So you can send it over. And I think in not too distant future, it's going to become very commonplace to be like, sure, I'll give you a hundred bucks. Just like here's the pension loans agreement. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they have an agreement yeah. in place. And, and by the way, this is a hot company. You're going to be hearing more and more about these guys. Uh, so get, you might as well get in now. You don't want to be, nobody wants to be the last person on the hot app pigeon loans where can we P sign up for this julio what do we got so it's pigeonloans.io oh, anything cool sick. is dot is io dude yeah uh pigeon loans is the smartest way to lend and borrow money with people you know and trust check out pigeonloans.io and also give them a follow on instagram and tiktok at at pigeon loans pigeon loans loans with the ones you trust 
the Saturday of that day, I went to a place called Barton Springs. Oh, yeah. I saw some of this on your Instagram. So they have a natural sort of spring-fed swimming pool that is surrounded on both sides by a pretty steep hill that people spread picnic blankets out on. It's this interesting, you know, $5 entry. So you have people from all over Texas, all over Austin, coming to swim and lounge and sunbathe and frolic. And the water's chilly, but it's fresh and it's amazing. And the place is packed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like you can be a topless. You can be topless. So there's really? like topless women People there. Are topless and telling you, dude. Topless in Texas. It's this bohemian. That could be a name of something. Kind of yeah, like weird enclave that just attracts all kinds of different people and is cool and it feels like a swimming hole from the 1960s. Yeah, uh, very much cool. like uh, the type of place you'd see in an, an old movie. Yeah, where people would go and you know that's what people did the community pool whatever. Um, and I like it, uh, the thing. What was that? Uh, Wild Country. I never saw that. Is but it good? It's, it's kind of what you're describing, but a more turned up version. Okay. It, it was it was awesome. Now, five minutes after I arrive, I see the entire opposite hillside stand up, and and sort of a uh, I don't know an anxious hum mm. starts to to lift. I think there's a fist fight breaking oh. out. <laughs> I was going to say I, a shooting. Yeah, well, I thought there was a, a fist fight. <laughs> Everyone's like craning their necks and standing up and alerted, and I'm thinking, uh oh, like I, someone's fighting. That's bad. Hero fantasy immediately. It was two geese had waddled down the hill, jumped into the pool, and were now attacking swimmers. Dude, that was so crazy. And this was happening, and it was happening a lot for over the next half hour. You know, because what would this pool is really long, and so you have people, especially like older people, swimming really long, slow laps lengths from one end to the other. I'm talking like it's like a 200 yard long pool. And so they don't see the geese are in one end of the pool. And so the swimmers at the other end, they looked like swans. They were, they geese. did look like swans, but they were geese. Dude, it's hard to punch a, ge- a goose in the face too. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's such a little head. Yeah. It's like, and you end up like getting wrapping around its thing. And like, you know what I mean? It can like disarm you. And like, it's hard to get to its body because it has such long reach. Agreed. Agreed. I, not, I wouldn't know. It's not a fair fight. Dude. How to fight a goose. And you're like wading in the water too while you're trying to punch this goose in the face. And you couldn't even wade because it was <laughs> it was too deep. Dude. So you had no footing. And, and you know, of course, they've got webbed feet. So they have the advantage oh, yeah. there. They're fucking swimming circles around you. Yeah, And it was a male goose and his and his wife, I guess. And Dude, it was scary. It, it, the, the, the woman goose did nothing. She was just like clearly egging her husband on and being like, eh, show me that you care about me. And he would just attack everyone. Everybody. He was such a toxic male, like <laughs> such a fucking, you know, I picture like a tatted up Jersey Shore guy being like, you looking at my, my girl, bro? <laughs> Break the fucking Yeah, he starts just fighting Happy everybody. Gilmore. It's like, do you really enjoy that night out? That wasn't fun, you know? <laughs> um, and these, you're supposed to be just like slowly paddling around, you know, maybe dipping your beak in and throwing a little water on your back feathers, whatever. That they was not their mission at all. They thought they needed to. Did they have babies nearby or something? No, no, just the they two just of them. Angry geese, young dating, probably couple, Assholes. like still figuring out, you know, what they are. And he wants to just like fucking peacock for her. 
Dude, I was watching your video and it went from like being pretty funny to just like I was like scared. Yeah, the, the, it was scary. The male goose once he would once he would hunt someone down, belligerent. He wouldn't let go. Yeah, and he would ride their back and claw their back and then peck at their head and kind of like ride them. And nobody wanted to like full blown take the goose. What I felt like what I would have done, I would have been so mad, is that I would have just taken the goose and just pushed it under the water and drowned it. Okay. But people were just like, get off of me, get off of me. And I went up and talked to a guy who had gotten attacked, and I was like, did that hurt? He was like, no, it wasn't that bad. But he had oh. scratches all over his back. Dude. Like they'd had, you know, very passionate sex. <laughs> That's funny when you said rabid geese. Yeah. Well, <laughs> rabid geese. You're not going to believe where this story goes. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sure I, I do not. So, so these geese are attacking. I'm filming it. I'm trying to make a funny video, whatever. I film it, and I'm like, these geese are attacking these people, these rabid geese. And yesterday... The local Fox News affiliate station in Austin, Texas, emailed me and said that they were doing a segment on the geese <laughs> the attacking geese. swimmers at Barton Springs. Oh my They'd God. seen my video on Twitter. They wanted to use it and interview me. What? The, the good week continues. So I got interviewed for... In Texas? No, on Zoom. Oh they my were. God. I, I wish I'd still been there. Oh, my God. And dude. maybe what we should do right now is run the audio from that oh my tape, God, from that dude. interview. Francis Ellis's Austin trip quickly ran afoul, to say the least. People talk about cats being sort of the pawns of the devil. I think it's geese. Never he captured this like footage that. of a goose attacking a swimmer Saturday afternoon at Barton Springs. Everyone was telling me, go check out Barton Springs. It's a beautiful local swimming pool. And it's a fixture in this area. And I was excited to go until the geese started attacking people left and right. A lifeguard later intervened to make sure both swimmers were safe. Ellis says the attacks didn't stop there. During his time, he saw several others being attacked by the geese. I asked the lifeguard at Barton Springs, why don't you guys take care of this problem? And he said, because this is federally protected land, we're not allowed to do anything to the geese. They've um, kind of staked out this pool as their territory. Alex Levinsky works as a lifeguard at the pool. Technically, once they show up here, the pool's there since it's a federal habitat. Like, humans are only allowed to come in because we have an under... And we have an agreement with the federal government that as long as the little manders aren't harmed, we can swim here. He says these particular geese are new to the scene, and they're certainly making a splash. We've only had a handful of rescues to prevent any submerged injuries from the um, the scuffles. The geese were kind of, um, they'll follow some people. Because of certain movements swimmers make, um, either being too passive or not aggressive enough, the geese will kind of target them. He wants to remind all visitors that Barton Springs Pool is a natural habitat for wild animals, and people should expect things like this to happen from time to time we say that that insult oh you silly goose i don't think i don't think we should use that anymore we might have to retire that because these goose these geese were not silly at all they had a mission and they were evil dude that's ridiculous yeah. <laughs> so so uh, you know this preposterous this i'm saying they they chose the 10 percent of what i said that was the most vanilla because in this interview, I was saying, <laughs> I was saying the most insane shit, and I'm trying to get them to send me the file of like the full interview, and hopefully we can cut it up and add some of those sound bites. 
But this woman wasn't even laughing. Like, she was so professional. Dude, oh and I'm like, how God. how many crazy people have you interviewed for local news that this doesn't even phase you anymore? Dude, that's what I was hoping for. I was hoping, like, it's just, it's amazing how, and maybe it's because they're doing so much stuff on the fly. They're doing so much stuff live. And there's so much to do every day that there's no, they just have, like, one speed. Yeah. And they can't, like, pivot and laugh at a guy who's being funny. Correct. I think that's what Unless it is. Unless it's like written into the intro. Yeah. Well, this this spring. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah, yeah. Dude. So I uh, wow. that happened and I was that was very fun. You when, are you posting that on your I will. Dude, yeah. I will excellent. post it, but I want to try to get some of the meteor fun bits from the interviews. Some of the to kind of incorporate those as well. Dude. Cuz Excellent. Man, I I had fun. I was just like talking about how much I wanted to kill the swans, the geese. <laughs> You know, I was saying, like, I went and got Wagyu tacos, but if I'd had geese in the tacos, it would have been better. <laughs> I can't even remember all the crazy shit I said. But, my God, it, you know, doing local news... Dude. Is, 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 it's, just, it's just anarchy. It's you can so say bad. whatever you want, because the stories are so stupid that they have to cover, typically. Right. You know, uh, I would never try to be funny if I was interviewed as a witness of, like, a a shooting or something on right, a local right. news channel. But like geese attacking swimmers. Yeah. Ah, man, that is my absolute bread and butter, you know? Dude, can you imagine if like they interview Francis after shooting or even like the, the one that just happened in Brooklyn? And they're like, so wait, we heard you're on the train. You're like, well, apparently that guy didn't spend too much time at the range. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, all right, good one, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're not going to use any of this. <laughs> We had a guy trying to make jokes. One of the reasons I don't know that the geese attacked me was because I was wearing my bright yellow bird dog shorts. <laughs> and I think that they were honestly a little bit uh, intimidated by that. They thought you were a giant duck. Yeah, they saw that color and they said, ooh, this is a man not to be messed with, not to be trifled with. <laughs> yeah. Any man who wears yellow bird dogs is not a man to be trifled with. <laughs> oh, that's Michael Caine. Yeah, there's a little Michael Caine for you. That was very yeah, good. Yeah, a little better than my Trump, huh? That was very, very good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, the nice silky smooth underwear liner just makes it so you can live your life carelessly. That's right. I was bird scootering, ironically, bird scootering <laughs> to Barton Springs in my bird dogs. Perfect short for scootering. Perfect short for swimming. And then perfect short for scootering back in a wet but very quickly drying pair of shorts. And then being able to sit down at the bar for who knows what beautiful woman's going to come sit down after. God forbid. <laughs> God forbid. God bless it. <laughs> God uh, bless America. The, the point The point <laughs> is, we love our bird dogs. They are the short that covers everything you need in life. They have awesome other stuff too. Great pants for golf. Great joggers. Great shorts. The shorts for spring and summer. You can't beat them. Go to birddogs.com right now. Use promo code BANANA. <laughs> Use promo code BANANA and banana. you are going to get an aluminum drinking uh, sort of flask, w water type, you know, holder. That's what they're giving out awesome. now Love with it. your order. A very, what an eclectic run yeah, of they, items. They keep switching it up. It's always a different treasure at the end of the rainbow with these bird dogs boys. I love our <laughs> bird dogs boys. Uh, go to birddogs.com, promo code BANANA. Get yourself a pair or Did five you see today. the video of Mike Tyson beating the shit out of the guy? In the I fight? didn't see it, but I I sort of saw the news clipping of it. I would like to see that. So, it, dude, it's basically. Did you watch True Story, Kevin Hart? It's just, no. It's a it's a must watch. Really, it's a really fun miniseries that's sort of like 
reminds me of the time when like action and suspense were fun and good. Interesting. Uh, Wesley Snipes is in it. Dude, yeah. it's, it's so good. Really? Yeah. It's okay. such a guilty like pleasure. Amazing watch. Anyway, there's a guy on the plane at the beginning who's like being the mo- like a classic annoying fan. So much so that you don't even believe it. You're like, no guy would ever do this. Uh-huh. But this Mike Tyson clip is perfect proof that you can do that. Uh, and and you'll get your fucking ass kicked, essentially. Wow. Dude, so, I've met Mike Tyson, and guess what? I was annoying to him. I went up to him, want to know how that ended? He hugged me. Wow. While holding two bottles of tequila in his arms. Why Why were you annoying to him? Why, I what? wasn't. I, I said, Mike, you're the fucking greatest dude, or something, and that was it. But why so, do you say that that's annoying? Be, because in theory, you could be like, oh, he was being, this fan which just was just being a fan. He should have a higher tolerance for this. And through my one experience with Mike Tyson, I there's boundaries still. Of course. So so because there's a way that you can look at that clip and be like, oh man, like Mike Tyson has a crazy temper. But you have to like understand the nuances of like what is and is not appropriate of as course. far as like approaching celebrities is. We talk about this all we the time. We talk about this all the time. And even with us, dude, you know what I mean? Like people will overstep sometimes they will get too comfortable and they they make assumptions about what we want to hear right. and how we want to spend time with them and they're very wrong and that happens sometimes right? right not a big deal but in this capacity and francis watching the video now this guy was just a drunken moron all up in mike tyson's shit that's how it appeared to be you know what i mean mm-hmm. i'm sure maybe there could be more of the story why didn't the fucking kick the flight attendants do anything i mean dude what are you gonna do bro well they they need to <laughs> they need to protect his uh, oh, Mike! Oh, you protect Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is yeah, what yeah, I yeah. mean. <laughs> and Mike just lets up and sits back down. I guess, dude. I don't know. They don't really show him again. That's fucking but wild. Like, yeah, he's just kicking the guy's ass, dude. Um, you know? Wow. He got. He's like Mike. He's like, dude. Jesus. Give me a break. It's crazy. Brutal. Yeah, crazy. you feel bad. You know, you feel bad. <sighs> but for like for Mike, right? Yeah, for Mike, you gotta feel bad for Mike. You know, I I've had conversations with people where I I said, uh, you know, I, I I know people who are whatever. Like, uh, I don't even know how to explain this without outing the people that this conversation was with <laughs> and having them get mad at me. But let's just say. <laughs> Prominent political figures of a different persuasion from these people, right? So, you know, people, uh, political commentators, analysts, whatever. Pundits. Yeah, Tucker Carlson, right? So we happen to know, we happen to know where his, like, beach house is. Oh, are you you talking about that video? I don't know what that video is. Sorry, keep going. There's, like, a video of a fan being annoying to Tucker Carlson and Tucker Carlson, not even a fan. I got me like, fuck you, and he's like, dude, this isn't the place for this. Yeah, right. So so we, we know... We 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 have a beach house. It's not far in Florida from where his beach. Very okay. very. Cool. I'm okay. talking a block oh, from wow. where his is, and uh, you know he has. I guess he's got some kind of like, uh, you know, volunteer security guards. Oh wow! I think they're just like fans of his who wait in a truck outside of his house. They're armed. And if anyone comes to fuck with him, they prevent it from happening. <laughs> is that loud? Well, right. I guess it is. It's yeah. sort of like a vigilante security force. Right. And 
I said, well, you know, yeah, it's, I mean, obviously it's, it's too bad that anyone would need that. Uh, and then, and that we can't just respect people's privacy enough mm-hmm. to, to not, you know, Start go over you. the line or whatever. And someone I know said, uh, well, he's a public person. This is what they sign up for. And I just fundamentally don't agree with that. Mm. I don't think that. I don't think that by becoming somebody, what what the fuck does public person even mean? Yeah, you're yeah. just putting yourself out there. So I don't think that it, it accurately. Like I think that you could make a fair argument that like you know, let's say that Tucker Carlson's a pretty polarizing guy. Maybe by being polarizing about topics that people are extremely passionate about, you are asking for it in either direction. But just by being a public person, you are not. I don't think that you're asking for anything. I, I, I agree. I, I think that you know there are jobs that in quote unquote make you a public person. Right, like being the president makes you ask for it. Yeah, right. <laughs> you but but you know, being a comedian, being an actor, being a musician, like y- you deserve at least some some semblance of privacy there needs to be some uh kind of difference between your performative self and the person you are yeah when you're chilling but dude what are you gonna say to like tom cruise all right fine maybe that's not a good example because he's like had some interesting public stuff but like he's an actor dude like he didn't yeah let's be like how how could you ever break up with katie holmes dude that was so good for you. I mean, dude, I, <laughs> like, this stuff happens. I know. Though, I right? know. Let's say like it's John Krasinski, thing, yeah. somebody who's universally loved, yeah. right? John Krasinski, Emily Blunt. I'm sure there are people out there that, you know, have come up to them and said really horrible shit. And and who we think, who on earth would do that? They're just people who miss it, miss, miss the ball. They yeah. don't get it. And I think that just because you're making a ton of money and you're famous and everyone thinks you've got the best life does not mean that you deserve <laughs> right public lashings whatever the fuck like you still can, should be able to go to a restaurant and yeah you you understand what you signed up for you understand that people are going to want to take pictures of you but you don't necessarily deserve to have people waiting outside your home or mm-hmm. saying horrible things to you in front of your family yeah yeah totally do you know what i mean yeah and i have, have- i know people that say ah they you do. Should. That's what yeah. they're public people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't buy that. I don't agree with it either. I don't agree with that. Um, um, anyway, so that, you know, now that I'm a public person it, it, through my geese uh, story <laughs> on Austin, Texas, public news, they're I'm gonna, worried about the uh, the They're going to throw paint on you when you walk out of your apartment. Pete is going to come after me for <laughs> lampooning the devil swans. You know, people are always asking me, Francis... What is your day like? How can I be more like you? <laughs> and I say, you can't, but you can try by starting your day with athletic greens. Mm. That's, the, that's the best way to get your day going. I have it every single morning. It's part of my routine. I take my scooper, I scoop it into my shaker. I shake it up, shake it up, right? Get it nice and frothy. Mm. I love a frothy yep. texture, yep. Uh, so that the all the sediment dissolves beautifully in a nice cold uh, serving of water. And I just chug it. I just drink it straight into my veins. I feel like it's pure health. It's just pure goodness entering my body, infiltrating my system, 
making sure that I'm ready to conquer the day with all of the vitamins I need for proper gut health, all the good stuff, everything. I just feel more confident as I start my day. Dude, and there's it's not a coincidence. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, uh, and it's really important to pick one that has high-quality ingredients that your body can actually absorb. And AG1, the Athletic Greens formula, is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. Uh, and, dude, it's great for any lifestyle. Uh, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, contains less than one gram of sugar, and it supports better sleep quality and recovery, mental clarity and alertness. It's just the best, dude. So uh, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash oops. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash oops. Take ownership over your health and pick the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Um, dude, something funny happened to me. This is not exactly related, but somehow it feels like it is. I don't know. A friend of, of ours, or I guess more of a friend of mine, um, has a podcast, and he was like, dude, uh, you know, me and my friend, we reviewed your, like, Iraq thing, and I thought that you'd want to listen to it. Like, you know, uh, so-and-so was saying how, you know, she was really impressed that you were so self-aware in some of the moments, and, like, I think you'd really like it. And I was like, oh, wow, that's so cool. Thanks. Like, he's like, yeah, here's the timestamp. So I go and listen to the episode. And he's like, yeah, dude, like, you know what I'm talking about now. <laughs> it's right. It's not a secret. I don't know that Danny, I know. Danny. Oh, okay. So, and he's like, yeah, Julia was like a rack thing, dude. And he's like, you watched it, right? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, did you like it? She's like, yeah, you know, I liked it. Oh, boy. And I was like, wait a second, dude. Why what would is you this? point me to this? Yeah, what is this, what is this booby trap? Why would you point me to this? <laughs> what is this ambush? Yeah. Like, what, I mean, I'm like, all right, whatever. I can take like constructive criticism. It's fine. Like, that's clearly coming. <laughs> but then like the... <laughs> you know, I can handle it. It's fine. <laughs> it's cool. Like, I inevitably am going to end up getting it anyway, like from comments and shit. And that's good. Like, that means that people are watching it. Like, if you only have good comments, it means not enough people watched it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. It means you. So anyway, so I'm listening, whatever. And then the point, just like I didn't agree with. So now I was just annoyed. I'm like, dude. <laughs> and I knew he meant well. What was the point? She was saying how she's like, yeah, I talked to one of my friends from Iraq and they were saying that like, OK, but Baghdad's like the most modern city. And like he's a foreigner. And like, of course, he's only going to see whatever. And like the latter part is fine. But like I was all over the country, which is like very mm. clearly outlined every time i show the fucking map of mm -hmm. like the seven different places that mm -hmm. was you know what i mean so i'm like and you know she had messaged me saying that she liked it and i think she did like it and i think that maybe you know you're on a pod and it's like give your full and she was going to give a comprehensive thought and i like this person and it's completely fine and she also didn't there's no reason for me even ever hear having to hear that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it doesn't matter. Yeah. But it's just odd. It's funny that he didn't like that's, realize. That's the part that is weird is <laughs> that, him he not was, that he said, you should listen to this because he's <laughs> definitely not weird and, and mean enough. No, he's not at all. To, to force you to see something that he thinks you should hear to humble you or like, or to definitely not. You. He, he liked it. He had all, you know, and I don't even think it's his cup of tea. Mm -hmm. Like, I think honestly, if he were to be being a dick about it, which is funny, he'd be like, Oh, cool, dude, go to Iraq. Like that's something people care about. 
like fucking yeah, with me. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. if he was ripping on me as comedians do, and I would laugh at that. You know what I mean? Right. But it was it was funny that he like didn't realize that I would take that. I'd be like, oh, this is her like saying she didn't like things about it. Yeah. And giving reasons that like didn't seem to really make any sense. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> okay. So I I am embarrassed to say that I have not watched the full fifty three minute video yet. It's extremely long video yeah, you yet. Don't have to. No, but I'm I'm, go- I'm going to today. Dude. And and but one, the reason that I haven't is because I saw you put out the trailer mm-hmm. and I watched that mm-hmm. and then I thought, oh, um, it's not out yet. Mm-hmm. And I then missed the drop date. Dude. So it did not occur to me until like yesterday. That's maybe that's not true. I I didn't become. It's not as if I've been waiting Dude. since it came out. Yeah. I I only recently became fully aware that it is out in its entirety. I'm going to watch it and I'm going to be excited and impressed. Dude, I appreciate it, and I don't want you guys to think that I can't handle feedback. Like people have made really good points about things that they wish that I had done or things that I wish they or, or like just good points about the mission itself and the the issue the holes in it all those things are completely fine I I that's great I'm happy people are talking about it I just find it funny that like if I was like hey dude like you should listen to this thing mm-hmm. I would never tell you to listen to a thing if people were criticizing uh, it. me neither <laughs> it's me just neither. like yeah it's just a weird thing to do it is odd that um, is odd <laughs> and I think that well, you know, maybe I maybe I'm being overly sensitive, but it's I just no, it I don't I don't think you are. And you know, look, I it's hard sometimes I think for for people out there to understand. You know, people hear us talk like this, and they I'm sure people just assume, oh, the, you guys have thin skin. Um, it's not that. It's not so much that. Well, actually, we. Yes, we we do, dude. I think that I, I would argue that I have. Thi- I think that I have thick skin. Really? And I don't know. I can't speak for you too, but like I do honestly think that I I get a lot of like very mean, rude DMs, and they just don't affect me at all. Yeah, but those certainly those might not. But but then for me, you know, okay, okay. this is what I was to say. There, I, I don't think that having thin skin or being ultra sensitive is the right way to characterize it. Mm-hmm. To me, it's that I'm proud i uh, of what i've done of things that i've worked really hard on i i I am like anyone who who works hard on something whether if you're a builder and you spend days and weeks with your hands building a house that you're proud of you know or a a musician who composes something whatever it is a great chef you know it it's your work it's who you are it's a massive part of your identity and so people who just trash it lazily. Right. You know, I know when I've put out something that's bad. Okay? And or or it wasn't my best work and if that gets trashed, I'm with you. <laughs> I've had those thoughts myself. I'm not mad at you for saying it. You know, maybe I had I had to put the thing out for some reason and it is what it is. We're in the same mindset. But if you put something out that you worked really hard on, that you you know is good, and you trust as it's good, and and the majority of people are saying it's good, and then there's that one person who just can't help themselves. They are a negative person. They're going to react negatively because the internet rewards 
negative opinions for whatever reason mm-hmm. more than anything else. I hate those people. <laughs> I hate them. I, uh, you know, Ryan's running my TikTok account. We posted a joke for my Gotham show. I made the cardinal mistake of just opening it up and seeing. I, I really try not to do this, but just seeing the top comment, which was, you know, swing and a miss. <laughs> something like oof swing and a miss or something and i just i find that so lazy like i i wanted to talk to that person in in life because they wouldn't have said it to my face there it's a cowardly lazy thing to do um i don't know why and there's nothing you could because then then i did my typical tactic which is as i and i again i shouldn't have done this but i wrote back like all good appreciate you just doing my best Mm -hmm. and then they wrote back to that if this is your best i would hate to see the rest of your work (laughs) and that's when i was like i want to find this person (laughs) and 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 stage a murder to make it look like it was someone else but it was really me and he'll know he'll know it was me but he'll know as he's dying (laughs) that no one in your mediocre eyes yeah that no one else (laughs) will ever know it was me that i'll get off the hook for it he will know that I'm going to get off the hook for it as the life seeps from his organs. Oh, man, that's amazing. I like it. Some very slow, protracted, carefully thought out murder where I get the credit to him, but he knows that no consequence will befall me. <laughs> that was what I envisioned in that oh, moment. Oh, dude, it's great. <sighs> Makes your blood boil. <laughs> but dude, listen, like, you know, but but you know, if 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 somebody were to be like, oh, you know, some certain things, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like th- both things that I agree with and things that I didn't notice, I'm completely fine with people saying what they thought about stuff. But like to yeah. your point, it's nice when it, when it's like makes sense at least. Yeah, yeah, right. Someone wrote on the song I did, uh, you know, this isn't bad, but. Bo Burnham was funnier when he was 15. And to that, I would say Bo Burnham is the best musical comedian of all time. (laughs) I'm not coming for him. I'm happy to be spoken of in the same breath as he is. I, it's like saying, you know, you post a video of yourself playing basketball and someone saying Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan better. was better than this when he was 15. Well, I would hope so. Sure. <laughs> you know, uh, and people saying he's just copying Bo Burnham. Uh, sure. Sure. I am. <laughs> I worship Bo Burnham. Have you seen his work? It's groundbreaking. It's remarkable. Kobe Bryant copied Michael Jordan. They had the same moves. He admits to that. I should be so lucky as to follow in some measure the footsteps of this brilliant artist that I so admire. If you if you want to say I'm ripping him off or or that I'm not as good as he is, yeah, uh, I agree. I don't know what else to tell you. I'm doing my best. Yeah, you know? yeah that's fair. Not trying to compete with Bo Burnham. I'm trying to make a living. <laughs> I'm happy to I'm happy if it, if I don't end up surpassing the person that 
you know made me think doing musical comedy in the first place was was a was a feasible thing or or a, a, a respectful thing. Gee, you know that, that growing yeah. up as yeah, a totally kid, I had a bowl of cereal every single morning of my life, right? I actually didn't know that. I, I was very ornery in the mornings. I didn't like talking to people, and I would create a, a, a cereal fort, <laughs> a, cereal a wall, fort, yes. so no one could look at me. Fort Francis. And I've been doing that again. <laughs> I've reincorporated the cereal <laughs> fort into my life so that Sierra can't look at me or talk to me in the mornings. That's and great. you know, She doesn't love it, but I think it's fun. <laughs> And uh, it's all thanks to Magic Spoon. You know, I'm a big fan of the spoon, baby. Dude, it's a delicious cereal. Brought my cereal solitude back into my life. I love it. Indeed, it's healthy, guilt-free, zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein per serving, and only four net grams of carbs. Quick note, the honey nut flavor has one gram of sugar in it. Thank you for adding that. Heads up. Only 140 calories per serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. Uh, build your very own box. Available flavors to build your very own custom bundle are cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, cookies, and cream, maple, waffle, blueberry, cinnamon, plus the newly reformulated honey nut flavor. Wow. That will now be added to Magic Spoon's permanent collection. That might be a favorite. What a nice addition. That might take over that the maple, is, maple waffle for That me. is extremely good. Go to magicspoon.com slash oops to grab a custom bundle of cereal and be sure to use our promo code oops at checkout to save $5 off of your order. Remember... Get your next bowl of delicious, guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash oops and use the code oops to save $5 off. All right, let's do an email here. Mm. Email. This is funny, actually, because this this is actually the perfect email for this episode because of what you were just talking about. And sort of like, you'd just prefer that you couldn't feel the arm hair of beautiful women. Right. When it's not your fiance, yeah, I don't want them near me. You would simply prefer that. Yep. So let's let's stir the pot a little bit mm. here. Mm-hmm. Ooh. This one's called "Help." Francis is the man of my dreams, literally, Uh-oh. and it's interfering with my conscious dating. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, subject: Uh-oh. Help. Francis is the man of my dreams. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, hey, oops, team. I've been following your work since the beginning, and I've admired you guys all the while. So much so that after multiple weeks of nightmares. One of the four of you appeared in a very intimate dream of mine. Insert bets and guesses. I have had very vivid dreams and nightmares almost daily since I was a kid. And as much as I wish I could have changed some key aspects of this dream, the below is true. Oh, no. The dream. Oh, no. (laughs) It's a beautiful day in the late summer, and none other than the Francis and I take a train ride. We're sitting atop a train car. I do love trains. Winding through a landscape of rolling green hills around mountains and occasional cluster of trees. We take this, quote, uber convenient train, restaurant hopping, all the while chatting and brainstorming a themed party to host together. Mm. Mm -hmm. We run party supply errands, prep the party in step, then start receiving guests for the sunny afternoon train station rooftop soiree. It's all the warmest of smiles as new and old friends gel in that perfect party mix. I didn't see the theme of the party we settled on, but knowing uh, us, it was great. Yes, by the end of the day, Francis and I started feeling like an us. After the last of our guests leave, Francis and I are sitting next to each other on the roof of the train as the sun is setting over a nearby hill. We bathed in the golden hour sparkle, Francis' hair glowing in the rays. (laughs) (laughs) It's <laughs> like romance novel. Our excited conversation of recapping how great, dude. This is hilarious. Like you're right. This is something that like a uh, a woman sits in the bathtub drinking a glass of wine, touching herself underneath the <laughs> <laughs> to this story, dude. You know. Um, 
Like like woman porn. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> Erotica, yeah. yeah. Um our excited conversation of recapping how great the party was pauses and we look at each other. I feel a welling urge to lean toward the sun and kiss Francis, but I stop myself out of deference to, for Sierra. <laughs> Though I have the sense he feels the desire to kiss too. Jesus, dude. Mm. We sigh and laugh and squint at the sun. I feel so warm and seen by such an incredible day, connecting with someone I respect and care about so much. That looks right back at me with a directness, the feeling of being known. But then I start to realize it's not a train I'm on, but this, my 36th floor bed. And it's not a sunset, but sunrise. And I'm not dating a warm and full person I feel enveloped by happiness and fun with, but a New York City tech guy that's not making the plans he says he will. Engages only for a few hours between gaps of time. Excitedly answers every call and text, but so rarely initiates. And does not share my affinity for themed parties. <laughs> and within five seconds of waking up, I knew I should be with someone that makes me feel like my dream boyfriend, Francis, makes me feel. <laughs> Light and bright while heavy with happiness and deep conversation. That late summer sunset feeling all day. So, Julio and my dearest Francis... After this unintentional oops dream, how on earth do I keep dating my current and other lackluster New York men? I'm 29, fit, witty. I've got that ovulating right now glow. <laughs> how can I go? How can I go on my 127th first date with an only partially packaged guy that leaves me only fractionally as excited about my life uh, would be with my dream boyfriend, Francis. Francis, darling, do you have any brothers or cousins or doppelgangers I should know about? All right. <laughs> Should we cut stop it here? Is that it? No, there's more. But uh, hold on. Th this is pretty good. The rest of this all is right, pretty good. We right, keep going. Sai, uh, I suppose this is me volunteering to be Oops Pod dating matchup guinea pig. I respect you both and do think between the two of you, you could line up a good potential life partner or two, especially seeing as you've both elegantly done so for yourselves. Francis, please send Sierra my most respectful regards. Ryan, you may be the most polite boy in the world, but I'm the most polite girl in the dreams. Okay. <laughs> it looks like Ryan's getting roped into this, dude. Yeah. Shout out to Chris for a great brainstorming call in early quarantine. May we work together yet? The plot thickens. Uh, Julio, my second heart and skin samples are yours. Oh, okay. This is... Okay, this is making sense. Um, all right, so that's it. Got it. All right, so so <laughs> there's a very quick uh, way in here, which is that I am not the man in your dream. <laughs> if you and I were to date, you would find that I had so many shortcomings <laughs> that I had so much more in common probably with that tech guy <laughs> Who doesn't follow through on plans and falls short in so many ways. I have had so many women in my life just be so disappointed in who I was to them or, you know, the way that I that I turned out. And, you know, I, I Sierra and I don't ride around on Uber trains with theme parties and the sun setting on top of the tr riding on top of the train I think like we're in Kathmandu or something <laughs> like in, in in India where they just Orient Express you know hop hop trains uh, I you know I I I just I think that it, it's easy to like paint the people you like in a in a certain way but the reality is always so much sadder um and i i don't know that there is a guy like that 
there may be somebody who is closer than the guy you're currently dating. But I think the key to healthy and long relationships is accepting reality, mm. um, accepting it and, and, you know, lowering your lowering your standards uh, take Francis down from that pedestal, a.k.a. Yeah. the top of that train you've placed him on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like for every that, that we might do that once a year. You know, we, we might take a train ride once a year together and, and look at the sunset. And the rest of that year is going to be 364 days of, you know, me not putting my clothes away, <laughs> uh, of me, you know, being sullen at, at times where you're happy and why aren't our moods matching up, um, you know, <laughs> complaining about, like, the fact that I don't make more money and that you make more than me, so why aren't we... Why aren't we, you know, splitting the rent in 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 more of an even split based on our incomes? Like, why are we, you know, all these things? There's just so many fights that you're not dreaming about um, <laughs> that we would have. And I'm again, I'm not saying that Sierra and I have this. I think Sierra and I have found this incredible acceptance uh, where she is just so accepting of me and all of my issues and takes the good with the bad uh but we know what we have and it's um there's a there's a truth and a, a comfort in that in that not needing to pretend like you're some best version of yourself all the time uh so that's kind of what i would say that's a very <laughs> roundabout answer but i don't know your thoughts i mean hey man i, I loved all of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suck a lot more than you think. Really, is the short of it. Uh, dude, I love it. I I'm, love it. I'm just not that sick. No, it's great though, dude. It's it makes me really happy that people are sitting there, sort of longing for you, and it excites me. It's fun. <laughs> 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 yeah, dude, I love it. Who knows, man? Yeah, I don't know. Ryan, your thoughts? My first thought, I was nervous that it was written by the guy that took your wallet. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's the case. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God, dude. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, well, dude, it's funny. Uh, on the next episode, I have a great story about a magical night that I had with your girlfriend. Yeah, there slash we go. Fiance. Yeah, we went on a, our second date. Your second date, and it was great. And I also have a wallet story. And I'm excited to share oh. both of those. But you'll catch them on the next episode of Oops the Podcast. You know where to find us. Um, I. Is I guess yeah. This weekend I'm at Netflix is a joke festival Friday Huge. night Fonda Theater, uh, taping for Netflix. Super psyched. Have some more dates coming up down the pipeline too that I will be sharing soon. Francis, what do you got going on? We send Julia off with our warmest, our warmest of uh, of best wish wishes, and very proud of him and what he's about to take on, which is a really cool moment in his career. Uh, I'll be in Boston. Actually, I'm sorry, I'm in Seattle, May. 6th to the 8th and then i'm in boston may 19th to the 21st big big uh boston weekend at laugh boston tickets for all that at uh francisellis.com appleton wisconsin in june uh hope to see you guys thanks <laughs>